Lord God. We're just preparing to, for another Tuesday night Bible class and just magnifying the Lord. I hope you're enjoying this. Minister Timothy Britton. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Sometimes we just need to tell him over and over again. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Remind ourselves, remind everybody that can't nobody do you like Jesus. listening to Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That's Pomona, California. Just thank God for you, our listening audience and those that are tuning in. You know, just my heart is just magnifying the Lord. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible class begins at 7 p.m. You know, we're going into the word of God. This is a Bible-based church from Genesis to Revelation. You know, the Bible tells us that we need to eat the whole roll. But before we go into the word of God this evening, you know, I'm just, just thinking and just magnifying the Lord. And, you know, as we all should be doing, let everything that have breath uh, praise the Lord. And so at this time, let's, let's call upon the Lord for a moment. Bless your name, Jesus. I need the Lord. You need Mighty the Lord God. Tonight, you just look to the hills. Your help. Your help comes from the Lord. I need you. 
been good. Tell him he's been good. Tell him he's been good. <laughs> My God, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Yes, yes, God is good, he's good, he's good. My God, that was from Bishop Paul Morton, amen, a, a great gospel singer and preacher of the word of God. Certainly our hearts is rejoicing in the Lord and what the Lord is doing. Again, this is Cornerstone Apostolic Church. And we just want, I just want to say thank you and thank the Lord for his goodness. And, you know, and, and I want to say hello to all of those that are listening. I'm, you know, I was looking at, at how the Lord is blessing. And, uh, and, you know, I believe that you're being blessed by the word of God. You know, there, there's nothing greater Nothing more powerful. The Bible says that his word is even above his name. And we know how the Lord feel about his name. The Bible said that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. There are those that are listening in the Northern California area, um, you know, and I just want to acknowledge those that are listening in uh, Palo Alto and Mountain View and other areas, areas that I've actually been to uh, many times and, you know, Moreno Valley, Rancho Cucamonga, just to name a few. There are listeners in Chicago, you know, and I just thank God. And, you know, then there's overseas uh, listeners that have in Ireland and uh, there are those that have been listening in Germany. And, you know, the, the word of God is going out and it's all about the unadulterated truth, not trying to sugarcoat anything, not trying to tickle your ears with uh, with words or anything of that. But the word of God, because that's what's going to save our soul. I want my soul to be saved. You know, it's before service is always a get here to 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 pray and to spend some time with the Lord. Uh, for me, I need need my soul. Uh, to spend time with the Lord. And the Bible tells us that his ministers seek uh, the word from his lips. And so uh, the gospel, the message, whether it is a message of blessing uh, it, or a message of, of, of God chastening, whatever the message is, it lands in the lap of the leader first. And we have to adhere to whatever God is saying ourselves. No one is above the word of God. And so I just want to acknowledge the, the listeners and, you know, and I was just praying and saying, Lord, I, I don't want to be a castaway. There are those that I don't know the people. I don't know how people feel about themselves, you know, but let me put it like this. I know a roach will run when you turn the light on. And so, you know, I'm better than that. And so are you. We should take the heed to the warning of things that we see and what we hear uh, about the word of God and uh, save yourself. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, uh, I'm faithful. I pray that you're faithful. 
and that you're bold, uh, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus' name. Now, uh, if you have missed any part, any message, and you want to catch up to where we are, and we're, we're plowing through the field that God has laid out, the portion that God has given us, and so you can visit, visit ConnectingTruth.org, click God on Demand for an archive of messages. Uh, you know, this will, uh, the history is there. The Bible says uh, some things come by fasting and prayer. I just want to encourage you to spend some time in, in fasting and prayer. You know, uh, Tuesdays, is a, I, I fast on, on certain days. And I'm just going to tell you, I fast on Tuesdays. And maybe you want to join in and fast with me. I'm fasting about the saving of souls. I'm concerned about the yoke being destroyed. And the only way that happened is by the anointing of God. The anointing is not to boast and to uh, make anybody seem great. The only one that should be great, uh, all glory belongs to God. He said, I won't give my glory to another. Uh, so uh, none of us should be seeking to be glorified, but we should be glorifying the Lord in all that we do and all that we say uh, with thanksgiving. And so uh, we're fasting and praying because some things only come by fasting and prayer. Some of our situations would turn around. Our hearts would change and our character and attributes would change if we would spend some time in fasting, with fasting and prayer. When normal attributes and persuasions don't apply, you need to do it with some fasting and prayer while asking God for his will to be done. It's most important that as we pray, you know, sometimes we pray and we're asking God to do something, but it may not be his will. Just ask God for his will to be done, uh, you know. And so uh, the Lord was telling the disciples, he said, and when you pray, uh, you know, ask God, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And our, that prayer should not change. We should comply to whatever God is saying. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, we're in the book of Acts, and I, I'm kind of going a little fast here because there, I, I don't plan to be long this evening, and, but, you know, I just want to uh, kind of get some things out there. Now, we're in the book of Acts on Sundays and on Tuesdays, the book of Ezekiel. However, I, I feel led to begin teaching again on the rapture. I, you, you need to be rapture ready. So many have forgotten a very important fact uh, that is to be rapture ready. You must be rapture ready. And I can't say that enough. Uh, many have forgotten and uh, you need to know because you, you must be ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, you won't have time to get your ticket stamp and to get a new uh, uh, bus pass or a train pass. Uh, you must be ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Now I skimmed the surface of this on July 5th, and the message remember this because we all need to remember this. Uh, and I'm gonna to continue to exhort preparedness as we get closer to the coming of the Lord. And you might say, I've heard that for years, and that's fine. Thank God that he did not come because had the Lord come uh, at the time that he may have desired, um, Grace and mercy uh, uh, prevail. His grace and mercy prevail. But what if the Lord would have came while you was turning sheets with that person that wasn't your, your wife or your husband? 
word of the Lord would have come while you were in trying to get sober and wishing you were sober after a bad night of drinking or getting high, uh, you know, getting blasted or lit, however you, whatever vernacular you want to use, but you understand what I'm saying. What if the Lord would have come while you were right in the commission of that particular sin? I, I know that it is the tradition of men to just place everybody in heaven, but we know that that's not true. Uh, you know, not to offend anybody, but somebody's going to hell. And if you don't want to be one of those participants in going to hell, then you need to be rapture ready. You need to make sure that your anchor is secure in the Lord. You need to make sure that you're ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. And so we need to remember this. As I said, I'm going to continue to exhort preparedness as we get closer to the coming of the Lord. And if you have a question regarding the rapture of the church, now, I'm not talking about the tribulation period, uh, because before the tribulation, uh, the rapture must take place. And so uh, uh, if you have a question regarding the rapture of the church, uh, if you submit that, uh, then uh, it, it will be answered on the following rapture ready um, message or when uh, as we deal with it and I see a question, I'll make sure to address that question in the following uh, broadcast. Listen, if you will, uh, the, the minister or the ministry of the church is for souls. And so uh, uh, save a soul, spread the word, share the link uh, to this broadcast. Uh, this is a tool to be used for witnessing. And that is the church's responsibility is to share the gospel. If you're not witnessing, and I understand that there may be some that are a little, uh, that are introverts, but all of us are not introverts. And, uh, you know, and some of us uh, know how to be a witness. And uh, we certainly know how to uh, witness and promote ourselves when we're trying to get what we want. And so we can be the same when it comes down to the Lord. Uh, we should be a witness for him and to let others know that Jesus saved whomever you're talking to, whomever you call a friend, that you need to be a witness to them about the saving grace and mercy of the Lord. And that only comes through us lining up with the word of God. Uh, I, I've noticed that there are some that say that, that are influenced by their friends that they don't have to obey the word of God. Well, let me tell you something, that friend is not gonna make you rapture ready. Uh, they'll make you hell bound, but they're not gonna make you rapture ready. And the destination of a hell-bound train is the lake of fire. And so uh, we're going to go on into the book of Ezekiel, you know, and uh, go into the word of God in uh, the 24th chapter, beginning at the first verse through the eighth verse. Uh, and uh, the Bible says that, again, in the ninth year, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, write thee the name of the day, even of this day, the king of Babylon set himself against Jerusalem this same day. And utter a parable unto the rebellious house and say unto them, thus said the Lord God, set on a pot, set it on, and also pour water into it. Gather the pieces thereof into it, and even every good piece 
the thigh, the shoulder. Fill it with the choice bones. Take the choice of the flock and burn also the bones under it and make it boil well and let them see the bones of it therein. Where, uh, wherefore, thus saith the Lord, God, woe to the bloody city, to the pot whose scum is therein and whose scum is not gone out of it. Bring it out one uh, piece by piece. Let no lot fall upon it. For her blood is in the midst of her. She set it upon the top of a rock and she poured it not on the ground to cover it with dust that it might cause fury to come uh, to take vengeance. I set her blood upon the rock, on top of the rock, and it should not be covered. Now, uh, in the ninth year, in the 10th month of the day, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel. There is a day and a time for all of us that the word of the Lord comes to us and we should not forget it. Now, you might forget uh, the day that you was baptized. You might forget the day that you was born. You might forget a few different things, but there's one thing you're not going to be able to avoid. Uh, and that is when God speaks to you, there is a day, there's something down in your soul that, re that registers with God. And you will not forget the moment that God spoke to you. And you might ignore it and go on about your business, but when it comes up again, you'll know that it's not the first time. The Lord told Ezekiel, he said, son of man, record this date, this very date, because the king of Babylon has laid siege to Jerusalem this very day. Now, why? Why did the king of Babylon uh, come against Jerusalem? And there are two, uh, one of two reasons why things happen. You need to understand this and not ignore it. Uh, so many times we like to understand or we like to ignore things. We don't want to look at it. That's what it is. And so, uh, uh, first of all, I want you to know that bad things do happen to good people. Uh, you could be doing all things well and something bad happens. Uh, just ask Brother Joe. Uh, bad things do happen to good people. And many like to claim themselves to be good. But uh, the truth is, is that uh, many that are making that proclamation are not uh, measuring up. They don't hate evil. They've not uh, made a commitment or even stuck to the commitments that they have made. Uh, Job hated evil. The Bible said that he was a godly man. I'm paraphrasing it, but he was a godly man. And he made commitments. Uh, he made such commitments that uh, he was married with children. And he said, you know what? My, my baby's at home. I'm not going to spend time lusting after anybody else's lady or, or one, whether she's married or single. But I'm going to be committed unto uh, what I have and what God has given me. Uh, and so uh, uh, he was a good man, uh, sacrificing for his family and uh, making sure that his acquaintances, his, he was careful about his acquaintances, uh, that they were also godly people as well. Now, they, the Bible didn't say that they were perfect, but it said Job was perfect. And, but nonetheless, uh, he acquainted himself. And, uh, you know, it's, it's often said and, uh, that if you want to get to know a person, look at their friends and it will tell you much about them. Uh, Job, a good thing, good things do happen to bad people and things happen because of the hardness of our heart. And so uh, the Bible says that Babylon 
had uh, had laid siege to Jerusalem. Now, remember, if you recall, as we talked about the 23rd chapter, how Jerusalem had a specific place in God's heart. Uh, Jerusalem was a place of worship. And, and so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Jerusalem was the uh, was one of the capital cities. You remember the kingdom split and in the splitting, uh, you had Samaria that had split um, and you had uh, Jerusalem. You had, uh, so you had the kingdom of Israel and you had the kingdom of Judah. There was a split and God never sanctioned that split. It was only supposed to be one place. Uh, he said that one woman had two daughters, Ahola and Aholabah, and both of them went a whoring and, and so when we consider that, this is the reason why the city of or Jerusalem was being sieged uh, by Babylon. Uh, he said, tell these, this rebellious people uh, a parable and said to them, this is what the Lord, the sovereign Lord said, put on the cooking, the cooking pot and put on and pour water into it and put the pieces of meat, the choice pieces, the leg, the shoulder, and fill it with the best of the, uh, the bone and take the pick of the flock and pile wood uh, beneath it, uh, bones, and uh, bring it to the boil and cook the bones in it. Uh, for this is what the sovereign Lord, God is sovereign, woe to the city uh, of bloodshed. Uh, what was going on? Uh, there was a shedding of blood. There was Instead of pulling down the strongholds that brought uh, evil imagination, that brought about adultery, that brought about uh, spiritual wickedness, uh, they were shedding blood. They were causing their children to pass through the fire. They was mirroring uh, other nations around them that did not consider God to be sovereign. So they placed them, their own selves in that same state of mind as not being sovereign, that God was not sovereign unto them. It is the same thing that our nations have done today. Uh, you know, uh, we go through, uh, uh, you know, what the Pledge of Allegiance, excuse me, some may not even know what that is. Uh, one nation under God, indivisible, and, and you know, but listen, we're not a nation, one nation under God. We're a divided nation and not because, not just because of the racism and the different things, but the spiritual uh, aspect, the, the fact that the hardness of man's heart uh, people say they love God, but they hate their brother. And so they do wickedness to their brother. And this is the same thing that the Lord is speaking about, the shedding of blood. And to those, that, uh, he said it's encrusted, it's coated. The city is coated, it's coated thick. Uh, blood, the bloodshed is caked upon it. Uh, and so it said, uh, uh, you know, whose deposit will not go away. In other words, what we do, we have created and we have made a deposit. And God said that the very thing that they have done and made published is not going to go away. And he said, take the meat out of the pot, uh, piece by piece in whatever order. For the blood she did is that this blood and what was done, instead of trying to cover it up, it was done boldly. He said it was done upon a rock. And so it was bold. It was brazen. There was no shame. And he said to stir up wrath and to revenge, I will put the blood. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to make an open display of what this, of the sin that has been committed. You know, God knows how to put people to shame. Nothing goes away because God is a just judge. Now, I want you to understand something that every day that we wake up, we're making some type of deposit. 
You know, you may not make a, a monetary deposit into Wells Fargo or, uh, or or whatever bank that you bank with, B of A or, you know, or, or any other bank um, that is around the world, but you're making a deposit. You're making some type of deposit. You've made some type of deposit today, uh, or you, you might have made a withdrawal. Listen, uh, you made one yesterday, too, and uh, those deposits are interest drawing accounts. Interest is defined as the amount of money paid for the use of someone else's money. An example of interest is the $20 that you earn uh, this year on your savings account. If you earn $20, that means you had a substantial amount because uh, we know the interest rate is not that high uh, in the banks. But listen, an example, another example of interest is the $2,000 you paid in interest uh, against your mortgage. And, and so uh, you, you may have a slight, a small refund coming back because of that uh, on your taxes. How about your life? The life that you live, the life that you're living, I'm about this life. What life is that? Based upon our observation, all of us are living on borrowed time. I was listening to a young man and he asked a question. He said, why in the world, as he was talking about a song that his grandmother used to sing, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. And, and part of some one of the words in that song was, of course, it would say, uh, uh, if I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. He said, why would they say that? And it's because they understood that life is a temporary assignment. We are on borrowed time. And so um, if you're going to live, know that you're not living uh, for this life. You're living for the life to come. Matter of fact, uh, I remember one bishop used to say that we're in the land of the dead headed to the land of the living. And so uh, he had his, uh, his right mind and perspective of how things really are. And so we're in the land, we're, we're, in, we're living and we're making observation and to know that we are on borrowed time. It doesn't matter what age you are, you know, uh, uh, whether you're young or old, it is borrowed time. You just don't know the date. Uh, that you're going to be called out of here. But understand something that in this borrowed time, in this season that you have, the season that, that has been given to me, uh, the Bible tells us that God had invested in us. Uh, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God has sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not. And there are a lot of those that say they believe, but they don't believe enough. Uh, listen, we'll talk about that more when we talk about rapture ready, but they don't believe enough. Uh, and so uh, uh, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name because they are them he or she have not believed in the name of the only begotten son of god romans 2 and 4 said despise thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering knowing that the goodness of god leadeth thee to repentance god is good and god has invested in us and his goodness 
is the has led us to repentance. It is the goodness of God. You know, we see the advertisements that uh, that funny shaped tube balloon that is standing there waving his hands. You know, to get our attention, God has a way to get our attention. It could be, uh, uh, you know, so many different commercials are very comical, but it's a way of getting your attention. You remember that laughter. You remember that moment. You remember that very thing and because it gets your attention. And later on, you might just be sitting around and all of a sudden you kind of have a slight laughter, a slight chuckle because you remember that comical thing. And so God knows how to get our attention, and it is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Second uh, Peter three seventeen through eighteen it says, uh, "Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest ye also being led away with the air of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, uh, but grow in grace. Allow your your deposit to grow in grace." and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. We have to grow our interest. You need to grow your interest in grace. You need to grow in the knowledge of God. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of laughing within myself here because of so many things that the enemy tactics that the enemy used, and, and I, I love exposing those tactics so that you can be free. Know the truth, and the truth will set you free. As you grow your interest and as you grow in the knowledge of God, and the only way you can do that uh, is to get into his will. Uh, that is the only way to, to, to abide in the will of God is by growing in grace. The day that you stop doing the will of God, uh, listening, I'm going to pound on this some more, listening to friends and others that say it don't take all of that, listening to those and uh, let, well, let me just go ahead and skim the surface of this. Uh, somebody told the five virgins that did not have enough that it don't take all of that. Uh, somebody told them in their own mind uh, that you don't need to carry extra with you. Uh, somebody told them that, uh, you know, or their own thinking that this is enough. Uh, you need to be aware and be fully aware that what you think is enough doesn't mean that God is saying, okay. And so uh, we need to grow in grace and grow in interest and knowledge and, and, and abide in the will of God. I have an amen within myself right now. And so the Bible said in the ninth year, in the 10th month and in the 10th day of the month, uh, that the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, write these, write thee the name of the day, even the same day the king of Babylon set against Jerusalem uh, that same day, uh, the date, the times, the events, uh, you know, these things are important to note about. Now, if God is telling Ezekiel to write these things, uh, you need to understand because many times we read through the scripture and God has notes that uh, I refer to uh, some of the angelic beings that God has used, even the holy men that God has used uh, as uh, secretaries because God keeps notes. And you think that there's not there. The Bible said there is a book of remembrance that have been written. It said those that fear the Lord often spank one to another. And a book of remembrance was written. Now, if you fear the Lord, you're going to have a conversation about him with somebody. You're going to talk to somebody, whoever that somebody is. And if they reject, you know, that someone that, that you know, 
that my angel uh, that and I, and I have uh, quotation marks here. Uh, my angel, you know, the one that God sent, you know, but you can't have a conversation with them about God. Uh, something is wrong with that picture. And, and so uh, you need to make note uh, when things happen. You need to make note and not forget things are signs. They are pivotal points of history. Some of them are fulfillment to what has been spoken by the word of God like the, uh, the rising of the sun. And you know, it, the, the word of God has risen and it is causing the sun to shine. Now, I don't think there's an argument about that of how great and how powerful the word of God is, except when it comes down to you. Now, uh, creation uh, obeys God. The sun rises, the moon rises, the sun set, the moon uh, makes its orbit, you know, the earth is spinning and, you know, and everything is doing what God said to do, except some of us. You know, repentance, all of us had to repent of uh, disobeying God when we came into the knowledge of the truth. You know, all of us had to come to the realization of where we were. And uh, there was a time that maybe we came, you came to the realization, but you continued in sin. Uh, but we have to put away childish things. We have to put away the foolishness, uh, you know, of where we are. Too many of us know what is right to do and not doing it. And don't be numbered with them. Uh, be numbered now. The, the song, uh, when the saints go marching in, I'm in that number right now. I'm, I'm getting my marching orders and I'm following them right now. I'm, and you need to do the same. Lord, what is your order for me? What do you want me to do? And so I can fulfill your word in my life. I want to make sure I follow all the orders and 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 salute all the, the things that need that you have for me to do. Son of man, you, you that are listening, son of man, pay attention to what is happening around you. Don't walk with blinders on. Uh, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, uh, excuse me, your friend, you know, that's, I have a friend, your friend, uh, their, their word, the word of your friend does not supersede the word of God. The word of your parents does not supersede the word of God. When it comes down, uh, when it comes down to the, the nitty gritty, when it comes down to everything, uh, if you're obeying what others are saying, if you're entertaining that, that stuff that is outside the word of God, uh, you are becoming a servant to those devices. And it says to uh, you're something about your self-worth. Uh, listen, you're worth more than what someone is leading you to believe in order for them to manipulate your life. When someone is manipulating your life, uh, that means that there is uh, you are caught in a device and that is not the will of God. Ahola and Aholabah gave up their worth. They gave it up to other nations. They gave it up to other people. And like Adam and Eve, uh, they craved, they caved in to, the, to their imagination of how good uh, a bite of that piece of fruit might be. Now the Bible does not say that it was an apple as some have painted. Uh, it just talks about the, the fruit that they're not supposed to eat of, the tree that they're not supposed to eat of. And so we all must be careful about the uh, pictures and different things that have been created, uh, that have been painted, and, uh, you know, to uh, bring about a, a false witness about God. And so they craved and they caved into their imagination and they gave it up. 
They gave it up, just like some are giving it up. But listen, stop, stop, because uh, that eye candy and what you're getting involved is like gum. It gets caught up in your hair and you got to shave it off. It exposes you. It messes you up. And God is not about that life. He's about this life uh, and that life, the life in which God, God can feel whatever need that you have. Uh, as long as we don't try to take matters into our own hands. And so listen, the world is in preparation for something great. Now, I'm, I'm just putting out this warning here as I did in January. The world is preparing for something great, mm -hmm. the, the natural world, because there is the prince of the air it influences the, the natural or what we consider as being the natural or the carnal mind. And there is something great that is in the midst of biblical proportion. And so son of man, write these things, write the, the name of the day, even the same day the king of Babylon set himself against Jerusalem that same day. They knew, the people of Jerusalem knew that Babylon was coming because it had already been prophesied. The word of God had already spoken and they could look out and they could see the marching uh, that was soon, uh, that was coming up on them. They could see things that were transpiring all around them, with, uh, but they refused to alter their course of action. They refused to believe what was being said. Uh, like some that, that even now, ah, that ain't me. Yes, it is. Uh, that, that ain't never gonna happen. Yes, it is, because the word of God has said it. Uh, preachers uh, that has, uh, uh, this is now. Listen, uh, this is now. The word of God is as prevalent is as real today as it was when it was first proclaimed. And so the Bible tell us ministers be encouraged to tell the rebellious people, tell this people uh, the parable and say unto them, thus saith the Lord, the sovereign Lord, tell the people what the Lord is saying. Don't worry about the look on people's faces, tell people what the Lord is saying. Don't worry about the whispers behind your back, Tell the people what the Lord is saying. Don't worry if, if there's no financial support. You don't need financial support to lift your voice like a trumpet and show the people their transgression and show people their sin. You don't need uh, that in order to lift your voice and to be a blessing to people and to bless those that are righteous and to give them the word of God and to encourage their heart, uh, you know, uh, uh, to let them know that the Lord is with them. You don't need, you just need to lift your voice as the Lord has given unto you so that it will stir up. Uh, the Lord is interested in stirring up people, stirring up their minds, stirring up the hearts of men so that they will obey the word of God. He said, I would that no man would, uh, would perish, but that, that we would prosper even as our soul prosper. Our soul need to be prospering in the Lord. Uh, you know, it's, it don't mean anything to gain this whole world and then to lose our soul. Now, God is not against gaining anything. He's not against. He put all of this here for us. Uh, you know, but we're not supposed to put our, 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 our hopes and dreams into substance that is going to perish, that the moth is going to eat, that the, the termites are going to eat up, that the rust is going to eat up, you know, or it just may take a moment that while you're driving down the street that it gets totaled out. God forbid, but the truth is, is that stuff happens. Stuff happens, just like your car went out of gas, uh, stuff happens. Uh, you know, your clothes uh, tear, stuff happens. 
our confidence is not supposed to be built in that. It's supposed to, our confidence need to be put in the word of God. It need our trust needs to be put in God. You know, when I, we put our trust in God, it causes us to kneel and pray. When we put our trust in God, it causes us to look towards the hills from what coming our help, knowing our help comes from the Lord. It causes us to cry out, even though we might be in pain, <coughs> we might be dealing with an issue. And but yet we have not we don't remove our confidence from the Lord. And when things are going great, we yet give him praise. It's not something new because praise is commonly for the upright. And so we're ready to give God praise and just to magnify him and, and just to glorify his name and to to lift him up. And, and you know, and through our lives and, and knowing that this is the will of God and I've li I'm lining up with the will of God. I have a reason to praise him. I didn't always have a reason to praise him because I was ashamed. But when we line up with the word of God, it removes the shame. It removes the guilt. It removes the things that condemn us and it replaces us with gladness. It replaces us. It replaces with glory. It replaces with power. It replaces those things that that would have that kept us down. God raises us up. He raises us up and he raises us up in, in such a way that the Bible said that if a righteous man, that is a righteous man, I, if a righteous man, that when you striving to do what's right and if you should fall along the way, the Bible said that he will raise you up. He will raise you up. If a righteous man falls seven times, the Bible says that he will raise them up. My God, listen. I want you to be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged. Listen, tell somebody else, be encouraged. Let somebody know what's going on, that, that God is yet on the throne. Don't be distracted by all the stuff that's going on around us, but be encouraged. Be encouraged and encourage somebody else. You know, be a witness, as I said, you know, uh, promote. Uh, promote others to to get into the will of God, to hear the word of God. You know, uh, we have God right at our fingertips by opening up our Bibles, family destruct, family uh, devotion. You know, it'll save us from destruction. Amen. We'll come back with a format of what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be teaching about rapture ready uh, on another day. But just want you to know right now that that you need to be ready. You need to be ready in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. If you're in the past in the Pomona area, again, it's Pastor Carl Henderson inviting you that when the stay at home is lifted and things are well, you know, when the dove comes back alive, not like the raven, when the dove come back, you know, we look forward to seeing you. Amen. Until then, be faithful unto the Lord. God bless you.